Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That's 12 years for them, for sure. Not all of that's on us. It's a lot of lot of frustration, and, and it's understandable. You know, as a group, you know, we bear, obviously, some of that responsibility from tonight. But I think that's, you know, that's a lot of deep that's that's pent up in, in the fans, and that's, that's okay. That's Sabres captain Kyle Poso after the game. 9-4 loss of the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. They take on the Toronto Maple Leafs here in downtown Buffalo. Uh, just a couple of house cleaning items here, and then I'm going to get to Carlo Coliacovo. First of all, thank you so much for everybody who reminded me and corrected me. It is the Rams next year where the Bills play. This whole 17th game and every couple years playing different divisions and crossovers kind of threw me off. So thank you very much, uh, Bram, who tweeted at me, and who was the other one? Anthony, thank you very much. That is what we call getting connected with our fans. It's brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. So, yes, next year, Bills at Rams and Bills at Seahawks. They are not playing the Chargers next year. So hopefully to clear that up, and sorry for my mistake on that. In the meantime, Sabres, Leafs tonight. We're going to welcome in our good friend Carla Koliakovo on the West Her Hotline. Of course, Toronto radio host, former Sabre, former Leaf. Happy holidays to you, brother. Hoping you're having a, a great week and you got some uh, great things planned for the weekend. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Same to you. Uh, you know, Christmas for me, for the longest time, ever since probably I, I you know, met my wife and we got married, was, has never, has stopped being about presents and more about you just getting together with family because that's basically the only present that I want. I just want to be able to gather with family and enjoy the holidays together and just to spoil the kids, which is what we do. So excited for the weekend. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, just so you know, a little side note for you. My son, Max, started um, ice hockey. I mean, he's starting ice hockey next month. We've been starting to skate over the last few months, and he's just loving it, man. Hey. He just loves He just wants to go. He wants to be on the ice all the time now. And you know what, Sal? That's the best part is my son started hockey this year, too. He just turned six. And as, if they're telling you and showing you that they want to do it, it gives yep. you more pride as a parent to actually support them along the way instead of having to drag them to do something that they don't want. I'm glad to hear that for you, and let's hope it uh, it's something that uh, brings you a lot of joy in the future here. 
It does, and I think it's going to I think it's gonna have Santa bring him some hockey stuff, if you know what I mean, too, because he's been asking for that. So we'll see what happens uh, over the weekend. In the meantime, all right, let's start with the hockey. We'll, we'll get to uh, your Bills. You're a big Bills fan, too. We'll get to that a little bit later. Let's start with the hockey. We don't know what to do here, um, Carlo. I mean, I, I know this team should be better than they are. They're not. They get smoked in their own building by a team actually under them in the standings, and that's hard to do right now. I, I really like Don Granado. I think Don Granado was very, very good for this team as their development. But now the conversation has started. Is this the right coach going forward for this team? Is that where we have to go? I don't want to have that conversation. We have to. You've been in this league long enough. You've gone through many coaches. What can you tell us about you know, coaches and styles and development? And then if you need something different and a new message, you know, what can you tell us about how all that works and, and where you need to go when things start to go awry? Well, so I think it's pretty clear that in almost every sport, there's only so much a coach can do. And I, I'm on the same boat as you. I, I, I really like Don Granato. I think he's done a great job with these players, with this organization over the last couple of years. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people calling for his head and calling for change, but, you know, you got to be careful if you're, if you're Buffalo. This is, a, this is an organization that's gone through too much change um, over the last decade, to say, uh, the least. And, you know, I, I, I'm always a believer that if there's somebody better out there to do the job, then yes, you make the change. I, I just don't know if that's the right answer for this Buffalo Sabres team. Um, you know, I tweeted this the other night and I do really mean it. Uh, I think Kevin Adams has done a really, really good job um, up until this point, establishing patience, re- rebuilding the the development system, restocking the farm with draft picks and with good players. But at some point, that patience has to run out because you put together a good enough team that was very close to making the playoffs last year, and I just didn't see anything that was that impactful made in the offseason that would help this team get over the top. And when you when you compound that with, you know, extending a lot of your players that you did and that you believe in to long-term contracts in the same window where you're expected to win puts a lot of pressure on the group. And I think right now is what you're seeing is a good example of, you know, players that are expected to lead not really doing a good job in, in leading in those situations. So, you know, we, we live in an era in hockey where the easiest solution is to fire the coach because you can't replace the players. But, you know, clearly the players need to do a better job at holding themselves accountable for their play, for their results. And I think Kevin Adams has to have some ruthless decisions in him where, you know, he needs to start dangling a carrot of, hey, this is the NHL. Either you're going to perform your best here or you're not going to be here. And I know they've tried to change that culture in Buffalo, but, you know, as good as the job that he's done up until now, I really do believe he's got to be a lot more aggressive in bringing in the, the pieces that are going to get them to the next level. And I think, you know, I think it, there was a poor job of that done this offseason. Yeah, I agree in that regard. And I look back and I, I did I kind of liked what they were doing in the offseason, but now it's more readily apparent to me. And the way I look at it is, Carlo, they focused on growth and development, which is fine. Guys are going to take another step. You have 20- and 21-year-old guys, and they're going to get a little bit better. That's fine. But when they did sign players like Connor Clifton, um, like Eric Johnson, it was more about we need these veterans, we need people in the room, we're ready to take the next step, we need these guys. Well, that's nice, 
but they're not good enough to elevate the rest of your roster and what you need. So how do you strike that balance? As a guy who's been around this league enough, how do you strike that balance of we need some guys who've actually done this and won because we have this young group, but we also need guys who can play and can help us win? Yeah, and look, you're absolutely right. And I've been beating this drum with the Sabres the last couple of years about their goaltending, right? And they've, mm-hmm. they've tried to preach patience. They bring in Craig Anderson, who played above his expectations considering the age that he was. And now you put a lot of faith in a guy like Devin Levi, who I, I still really like, I still really believe in, but he's clearly shown he's not ready for that yet. He's not ready for that pressure to lead a team into the playoffs. And then, you know, you're putting a lot more pressure on Uka Pekalukinen, who's had some great games, but he's also had some very bad games. So, you know, when you're compounding pressure on younger players that are not ready for that moment, yeah. it creates a, the situation that you're seeing in Buffalo. And look, the other thing that I want to point out too is, you know, there's been this mentality in hockey where if you if you if you think you have something good, you got to lock them up and you got to love them for eight years. You know, I don't necessarily agree with that. How, how many times do you fall in love with your team in an eight-year consistent period, or fall in love with the same player for eight years, knowing you're going to get the exact same player eight years in a row? I get you're working in a salary cap world, but you know, if, if a player has eight years locked in in security and they're having a season like they're having right now, are they, are they really putting that much pressure on themselves, knowing that they've got a lot of comfort locked in? I'm not saying that's what Buffalo has there, but it's an easy sentiment to, to, to sort of allow your, to creep into someone's mentality, knowing that you know, no matter how good they do or how bad they do, nothing's going to change with them. So I'm a big believer in dangling the carrot and, and making sure guys are motivated to continue to get better and to continue to push themselves. I just think that, you know, these long-term deals, I mean, how, how many situations can you point out in the NHL of players that have signed eight-year deals that have been players the team and the organization has wanted all eight years? And so yeah, I mean, is that a problem that, Buffalo, that, that Buffalo's run into? I know they've locked in good players, but we're so worried about what these players are going to make in the end of their deals because of how good they can be instead of them just allowing them to continue to grow and develop and just pay them what they deserve when they're, when, when they deserve to get paid it. And then, and then you add on the fact, maybe what to your point earlier of it's a young player, all of a sudden thrust into making all this money and more spotlight, more pressure. Right. And you're adding the pressure, even on top of the winning, the money they're making. And that's, that's gotta be something for these guys are 21, 22 years old. Exactly. Exactly. And look, Again, I, I'm not willing to throw in the towel on the Buffalo Sabres, but I think tonight is going to be a defining moment of this group. You've come mm-hmm. off one of the most embarrassing games that you've played in front of your home fans, a game that everybody expected you to win. You were down 7-1 12 minutes into the second period. I know you showed some fight in coming back, but you couldn't ask for a better opponent if you're the Buffalo Sabres to have your best, rebound game to play with the most desperation that you could play with, not just for yourself, but to save the, the job for your coach. And it's the Toronto Maple Leafs coming into town. You know the building's going to be rocking. There's going to be fans of both teams in the building. If you don't see a response from this group of players in today's game, well, then there clearly has to be a massive shakeup. Carlo Koliakovo on the West Her Hotline. Before I get to the Leafs, 
Real quick on the Ottawa Senators. I mean, a team that's also very disappointing. They make a coaching change. Speaking of that, what, what's gone wrong in Ottawa with that club? Almost the same thing that we've just described in Buffalo, right? Yeah. Ready to make that next step. A team that had locked in a lot of their young core players to eight-year deals because, you know, they, they wanted to secure themselves against the salary cap and build around those players. But it's a group of players that every year continues to get the vote of confidence of, you know, being counted on to take that next step. That's just showing together they're just not clearly capable of doing it. Um I know, you know, there was a lot of conversation around ownership and now that's all solidified. And I truly do believe in the, the new group that's come in led by Steve Stales and Mike Eilauer. But, you know, this is, a, this is a team that played to get their coach fired. And so you wonder, okay, what's the next step for them? Well, you know, this is a group. It, look, it's hard to win in the National Hockey League. It's hard to win in every sport. You, you can probably say the same thing in the NFL with the season that the Bills are having. But at the end of the day, there's a certain um, responsibility and a certain um, mentality that you have to have to be able to win at this sport. And it's not only an individual um, accomplishment or an ind- individual um, you know, um, uh, goal that you have to meet, but it's also a commitment to understanding what it takes to play a team game. And Ottawa just is the worst example of that right now, playing a team game. They, they, they just want to score as many goals as they can and just don't want nothing to do with playing with defense. So um, I, I would say, you know, Ottawa and Buffalo are very similar. Teams that people had a lot of expectations coming in to the season of pushing for a playoff spot that are both, you know, having very eerie similar seasons with all of the struggles that they're having. And then let's get to the team that you talk about on a daily basis and your former team as well, the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's a totally different conversation. I mean, it's been for the last few years. Okay, but you got to do it in the playoffs. I don't care about the great regular season you're going to have. And they finally get past the first round, but here they are again, one of the top teams in the East. What, what does this team look like compared to the last few years as far as trying to get this thing through to the end, which they just haven't been able to do? Well, Sal, I can, I can almost assure you one thing, that if this team enters the playoffs the same way they're constructed right now, they have no chance of winning. No chance. Wow, their, why, their is that? Defense, why is that? Well, because their defense is just not good enough. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was a big question mark of this group coming in. It's been a question mark all season, and they have found a way to sort of, you know, float above water. And, and, and the reason why they've been able to do that is because they've been getting great goaltending from Joseph Wall. He's been hurt lately. You know, Ilya Samsonov has had an up-and-down season. Martin Jones has come in and, and, and played some really good games for them. But they've, they've been able to outscore a lot of their problems, and I think that's one of the things that's made this Maple Leafs team so successful throughout, you know, the, the, the last couple of seasons in the Marner, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander era. They, they've always constructed a really good regular season team because they've learned how to win in the regular season. They know how to score. They know how to play with the best teams. But in playoffs, you, get, you easily get exposed with your weaknesses. And they know that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they know that. They're trying to do what they can to address it. And I believe they will address it come playoff time. I, I think you'd be a fool not to think that there would be one 
probably for sure two new defensemen on this group that will improve the back end. And if that's the case, they're clearly capable of, of being playing with the best teams in the league, including Eastern Conference, where, you know, you come into the, the regular season looking at this Eastern Conference, I think a lot of people thought, okay, Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Rangers, Carolina, you know, you, you, you name it. But has there really been a team that's run away with the Eastern Conference right now? Can't say that there is. And I think that just goes to show, you know, how, how much the competitive balance has continued to, to get better in the Eastern Conference. So the Leafs will definitely be in the mix. There, there, there's no question about that, especially if they can have guys like Matthews, who's having an incredible season again, Marner, Nylander, who's having an incredible season himself in a contract year. If these guys are readily available for this group, there's a chance that they, 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 will, well, they will be a playoff team. You know, depending on how they look on the back end will determine the type of success that they're going to have in the playoffs. I didn't realize, so I'm looking at the standings right now. They only have nine regulation wins. They have a total of 16 yeah. wins. But, yeah, that's wild. I didn't realize that. Seven of them have come in overtimes or shootout. Their regulation record, the Leafs' regulation record, Nine, seven, and thirteen. They've gone thirteen times to extra time. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a couple of reasons for that. You know, I just talked about their defense and how they've had to outscore a lot of their problems. And when they go yeah. to overtime, they three on three, so it's only their best players on the ice. That's right. Right. Yep. So, look, I mean, we've we've spent a lot of time here in Toronto trying to dissect that and criticize that, but at the end of the day, you know, like I mentioned before, it's tough to win in this league. And, yep. you know, they're finding ways to get points. And that's what good teams do, right? You find ways to get points. You find ways to bank points. Because if you don't, you're, you're a team like Ottawa, you're a team like Buffalo, you're a team like Edmonton who hasn't banked those points. And now you're scratching and clawing in December trying to get yourself back into the playoff race. All right, buddy. The uh, Bills here going into this stretch run. What have, you, what have you liked about the last few weeks? What do you think about this team and their trajectory after, you know, obviously some games where they, they didn't close things out when they should have? Well, what I like about the Bills right now is that they, they've shown some consistency in their play, which is, you know, as me and you have talked throughout the season, has been the most frustrating thing watching yeah. this group, seeing where they are at this point in the season, at least three weeks ago, how inconsistent they've been and how a team – that is supposed to be as good and be put in the Super Bowl conversation, be so careless and so mistake prone with their yeah. game, and it's cost them. Um, you know, I'm I was never a fan of Ken Dorsey, and this is no shot at him as a human being. I bet you he's a great human being. I've heard nothing but great things about him, but I tell you know he was. A, a, a part of the problem that was holding this team back. And what we've seen on offense with Joe Brady, which is what really impressed me, is that he's found a way to be consistent with his play calling. When something's work, he goes back to it and he stays with it. And, you know, when all that attention was given to his removal, and, you know, people were focused on Sean McDermott and, you know, whether or not he was the guy to take the fall for this. You know, he's, he's had to take on a lot of responsibility this year, um, not only being the coach of the team, but calling the defense. And I think what has really, really helped this team is the fact that the offense has been so efficient. It's literally been this team's best defense. 
because early on in the season, when the offense wasn't clicking, the defense was coming on the field every two, three minutes. And it was mm-hmm. just wearing the crap out of this team. Now that the offense has found rhythm, it's keeping the defense off the field. It's actually allowing them to, to regroup, reset, recharge, and it's allowing the defense to play a lot better too. So I'm, I'm a lot more confident in the group right now, but I'm also cautiously optimistic because they've played good opponents and they've always played good against good opponents. They have a weak opponent coming up, and they need to show me that they can dominate a weak opponent before I actually start believing this group again. That'll be Saturday night in L.A. In the meantime, Monday through Friday, host of First Up on 1050 AM Sports Radio in Toronto, 6 to 10 AM, Carlo Koliakovo. Always great to catch up to you, or with you, I should say, especially at a night when the Sabres are taking on the Leafs, an important game tonight. Happy <laughs> holidays, brother, to you, your family, and everybody, and really appreciate it, as always. Hey, my pleasure, man. Same to you, and go Bills. Let's do this. All right. You got it, man. Carlo Koliakovo, big Bills fan up there in Toronto. Really good stuff from Carlo. Love catching up. He can talk Bills. He can talk Sabres. He can talk Leafs. That's why we're doing that today with him because the Sabres take on the Leafs tonight. 7 o'clock downtown, 6 o'clock pregame here on WGR. We'll take a quick timeout, come back here, wrap up the hour. Sean McDermott just after 11 on the Extra Point Show. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 